Hey everyone, it's Monica at Be Still Be Free, and we are so excited to bring you our Everyday Woman interview today. Um, We are wrapping up Fruits of the Spirit, and we have an amazing guest for you today that Sarah is going to be interviewing, um, talking about the fruits of faithfulness and gentleness and self-control, our last three fruits, and probably going to dive into some of the other six as well. But um, Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about who our guest is today? Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, and I love how God works things together because, um, really, to be honest with you, I was struggling. I knew that this was my week or my month, my series to come up with the everyday woman. And I'm like, okay, God, like who, where, when, and what? And we had this, um, listener who's fairly new to Mm -hmm. listening to our podcast, um, out of New York. And, um, she sent us this fantastically beautifully written email to each of us and it was so very encouraging and she had um, just gone through a lot in this last year and you and I were talking one day and I was like hey what do you think about asking Kathleen if she wants to be our everyday woman which we love to connect with our listeners right Um, and so because usually our listeners kind of have our heartbeat yep and so um, I was like, what do you think about Kathleen? And so here we are today with Kathleen DeMonico from Yonkers, New York. And um, she has probably been more of an encouragement to us than we probably have been to her. Yes. And um, I can seriously, I could get teary eyed about it. And so just want to say thank you to her for her vulnerability and willingness to use words um, to reach out to us and encourage us. But at the same time who knew that god was orchestrating a everyday woman interview at the same time so welcome kathleen hi thank you so much yes i'm so geeked (laughs) (laughs) every time you say that it just makes me laugh and i love it i'm glad you say it more people ought to say it i love it and i am so geeked up right now your biggest fan (laughs) i love it Um, okay so hey just real quick give us an overview tell us a little bit about yourself who are you what do you do who who's your b um because i want people to know like she sent us this bio and the first paragraph she's like well i'm going to start with my b words and i was like praise jesus she gets it she knows it (laughs) it got me it got me geeked up okay (laughs) it even got monica a little geeked up she does not want to admit it no i was so geeked up (laughs) she got a little geeked up too so kathleen tell us a little bit um, about yourself and then also um tell us a little bit about how you stumbled stumbled upon b but don't don't tell us how b has helped you out yet just want i just want listeners to know kind of where you found us and when you found us so okay go it's all you Okay, thank you so much. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Kathleen DeMonaco. I'm from Yonkers, New York, which is a city outside of New York City. It's right next to the Bronx. Um, my viewers, I said that I'm a very, very loving person, a very compassionate person. I think I'm an empath, really. And um, always been a real go-getter my whole life. And I grew up in the Catholic Church. And over the past few years, I've been trying to study a little bit more of the Bible. I didn't get as much of that in my Catholic education. So the last couple of years, I've been trying to do a little bit more Bible study. And that's how I stumbled upon Be Still, Be Free. But it was actually, I guess, a fluke, or it was God, really. I was just Googling some random thing with Be Free in the title, 
and Be Still Be Free came up and I read the page, like the opening page from the website. And I said, this is perfect. This is really what every woman needs. Mm. You need to be still and be free. And so I had just started listening to podcasts actually last year. I put it in the back of my mind, like, okay, I should start listening to that one. And then my father was in the hospital in July. Um, we were in a really nerve wracking situation with him being in ICU for over eight weeks it was very, very scary, traumatic. So you couldn't sit and enjoy a book or anything like that. So I really started listening to Be Still, Be Free. And that really got me through all of those days in the hospital. Um, so Kathleen is also going back just a little bit about what you do and how your, oh, yes. how your who kind of leads into that. Your be your be lends to that. Kathleen is a special ed teacher. Um, and I have a real special place in my heart for that. I have a niece with Down syndrome and we have had spectacular special needs teachers in her life. And she's been at a great school that's allowed her to pretty much be uh, mainstreamed and integrated into the classrooms. And we're incredibly oh, grateful for it. Yeah, so grateful for that. And so I have a daughter who is probably um, leaning towards pursuing special ed. Um, but, I, you know, tell us a little bit about that. You've done that for how many years? Ten years. Holy cow. Ten years. Um, I've been teaching for ten years. I'm a wife and a mother. I have two beautiful children. My son is autistic as well. Okay. And um, so, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Everything that I've learned through the years working with special needs children has really helped me to be a better mother for him. I can only imagine that. It always is interesting to me how God lays foundations that we have no clue he's laying until we get further down in the journey and can look back and see how he's weaving everything together. Um, I know that this last year was an incredibly tough year for you. Part of that was even though you kind of knew something was going on with your son and you were leaning towards the autism, you had the, the actual diagnosis. Your yes. father was in ICU. Tell us a little bit more about the story of your dad, your um, grandmother-in-law, your son. Um, just just elaborate kind of on what this last year's looked like because I say that and the fact that it seems that when people are suffering, they suffer in a lot of different ways and it comes at them in all kinds of angles. And I think several of our listeners um, can connect with that. Even Monica and I, prior to um, getting get this podcast started today, their interview, we're just resonating about things that are going on in our lives. And so, um, you know, just share your heart with us a little bit about what's been going on. Okay. So the past year has been definitely rough for my family and I. Um, in July, my father, he was born with a heart condition and he had had heart surgery before. He actually had surgery from Dr. Oz. No way. Yes, he did. That's cool. Yeah, that's our little claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Oz repaired his heart in 1997. Holy cow. Yeah, and um, when he needed that heart surgery, it was because he had gotten an infection in his heart. Mm. And... It happened again this July. He had a, um, a few emergency surgeries. Um, I'm so grateful to the team at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital in New York City. They were 
Amazing. That's awesome. Top to bottom, surgery to nurses, everybody was incredible there. They made a bad situation bearable. Mm. And they took great care of him, but unfortunately, after eight weeks, he struggled to get off of life support. Mm. And they decided that it wasn't going to happen. He wouldn't be able to get off the life support so unfortunately we had to take him off of the machine oh I'm so sorry so sorry yeah and then leading after that um you had somebody else that you lost in your family right yes so we were grieving that um and in November late October November my my husband's grandmother adopted him when he was a baby so although he was, she was my grandmother-in-law, she was really my mother-in-law, mm. the matriarch of the family. Yeah. Everybody just loved her. She was married to grandpa for 60 years. And unfortunately, she had a recurrence of lung cancer. And within a month, it spread everywhere. And she passed away in December. Uh. So, so within three months, it was actually exactly three months apart, September 9th and December 9th. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, you know, strange coincidences that I definitely saw from God. Um, Do do you want me to mention them? The coincidence? Yeah. 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 Okay. So when, you know, it's, thank God I'm a believer because I can tell my kids that we call them grumps. Grumps went to heaven. And um, my daughter was saying, I want snow. I want snow. And it wasn't quite time for snow. So I said, you have to ask Grumps for snow. You pray to Grumps and he'll make it snow. And one day, they were just going to school. And for that, like, five minutes when they would be driving to school, it started snowing. No way. Yeah. I was like, that's so funny. That's crazy. The day when Grandma passed away, it snowed. And then when it was her funeral, it snowed again. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So every time, and we had a very snowy winter, every time it would snow, my daughter would look out the window and she'd say, Grumps and Nana make it snow. Precious. Yeah. So that was, I just thank God for those little signs because it makes you feel so hopeful. Absolutely. You you still feel connected to your loved one. Yeah, absolutely. And you also, because of the fall that you guys had, you had a, a big basement flooding. Yes, yes. We had a, nor- we had a nor'easter. Yeah. And our basement flooded. We didn't have power for a week. But after the fall that we had had, my husband and I were just so rock solid. We didn't have any problems. We were like, oh, it could be so much worse. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, that kind of brings me into the three words that we've gone through with this series, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, and you've kind of alluded just to the faithfulness and having your faith and um you know, we talked about in our faithfulness podcast how it's twofold. It's the one spiritual gift that you are both to God as well as to others, because we do remain faithful to God, even in the midst of our tough circumstances. Um, but we also remain faithful to people so that we are somebody that can be counted on, um, you know, someone that can be leaned upon. You know, tell me a little bit if there is one of those words, one of those spiritual gifts that may 
speak to you more than another in this time. You know, self-control, one of my really good friends was listening to it and she texted me and said, it's the funniest thing listening to a podcast on you talking about (laughs) self-control. Um, you know, so I laugh because we learn a lot and God brings a lot to the surface and grows us in these podcast recordings. But talk to me a little bit about um, how you can see the spiritual gifts kind of tagging into the experiences that you went through. Well, I was reflecting on it before the interview. I wanted to be prepared. And I think I can connect to all of them right now. Really? Sure. Yeah. For the self-control, what I really learned from this experience is that, and through therapy, is that you are the only person who can control your reaction to things. Mm. And that's actually something I tell my students all the time. I say, you are the only person in life you can control. That's awesome. With that being said, I, I really had to learn how to control my thoughts. So that I wouldn't go into this like tailspin of depression and mm-hmm. negativity and, you know, bad thoughts. So, you know, I really had to learn how to have self-control in my own mind. Mm. That's and, so you know, good. Ask God for guidance with that, you know, help me to control my thoughts so that I can be happy and be a good mom and get through this tough situation. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that, um, gentleness was probably hard for you at some times, I would think, because I'm sure you felt like you were at the end of your emotional uh, rope. Yeah, I felt very deflated and I'm very, very blessed that my husband has always been very um, supportive and loving and he's, he's amazing. And, um, but when I think of gentleness, I think of my son, Leo, he has autism and from a young age, we saw he was developing differently than other children. And the way he communicates, you have to be very, very clear and very slow with him. Mm-hmm. So you have to speak gently to him. Oh. And as a mom, I really never developed um, this yelling. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Habit. I have a lot of my friends are struggling with yelling at their kids. And I never really developed that because I always had to speak gently to Leo. And now I share that with other moms. I'm like, maybe if you stop yelling, you know, when you're yelling, your kids are not listening to you anymore. Yeah. So slow down and speak gently to them and make them understand the situation. You're going to have better results. Well, and isn't that how God is with us? Like he, he never yells at us. He, you know, he can speak authoritatively through the word. And there are times when you sense him and you know that he's trying to say something to you, but it's never reactive. It's never angry. It's never degrading. It's never that he's even trying to control us. It's just that he loves us so much that he's trying to guide us. Right. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about is that people will look at this fruits of the spirits and they'll say, oh, I don't have patience, but this is my strong one. You know, maybe I'm stronger in love or I'm stronger in forgiveness or, you know, whatever. Um, but we've talked about how we're called to all of the fruits of the spirit and how seeds have been planted in us um, with each one of these and how it's our you're talking about. It's our responsibility um, to nurture, to water, uh, to help 
help those fruits grow on the vine, right? And because Jesus is the vine and we are the fruit. And so tell me a little bit during these times of this last year, what are some of the ways that you watered your seeds? What are some of the ways that you, um, you fed yourself spiritually so that you could make sure that you were, you were living in the word and that the fruits of the spirit could grow in and out of you? Oh, definitely. Well, Listening to Be Still, Be Free was definitely a huge part of that. I I learned so much about my faith and so much about the Bible that I didn't know. And so I very faithfully listened to you, and I went literally went back to your first episode and started from there. No way. Wow. Yes. You were joking about, oh, you know, you should go back to the beginning of the series. No, go back to episode one. But you guys were joking. Uh God told me, go back. Go back to episode one. Wow. I did, and I learned so much. And I'm still working through all of, like, the beginning content and listening to what's coming out currently. But that's a huge, huge thing that kept my mind focused on God and what my real priorities are. And then on top of that, I also have a little Bible journal that I was working in. It's called uh, Bible, the promises of comfort and encouragement. Mm, I love that. Say that one more time. It's Bible promises of comfort and encouragement. We will, we'll link to that um, on the post. I hope they still print it. It says broad street publishing. Okay. Okay. And it's a great book. Every, um, Every two pages has a theme, so there's confidence, compassion, all goes in alphabetical order, and every 25 pages, there's room to write. So mm-hmm. I, and when I came to that spot, I would go back, and I would see what was resonating with me, and mm-hmm. I wrote, um, I just copied the Bible verses, but like even if I only have like a couple minutes, I'll go back and I'll read what I wrote. That's great. And it's been great for me to have that. On top of uh, be still be free, of course. Plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we did not pay. We did not pay her to say any of this. Okay. No, 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 no. It's all from my heart. Uh, let, do this for me. How would you encourage our listeners um, who may be going through a tough time right now? Uh, twofold. How would you encourage them to um, just remain? in the spirit so their fruit can continue to grow. Um, but then also, how would you encourage them to just throw grace at their feet and allow themselves to have a bad day or cry or grieve or go through the process? Uh, well, definitely number one is prayer. Mm. And um, that's something that's really improved for me this year is I just pray all the time. Anytime I'm struggling, I just say a quick prayer. And I think before I started listening to Be Still, Be Free, I thought prayer had to be, you know, and I grew up Catholic, so I thought prayer had to be like this, you know, opulent, big, huge testimony. But now I realize you can just say it in one sentence. Yes. I was listening. And yes. I know there's, a, um, in, my, in my Bible journal, one of the um, things I wrote down was like, God, hear my whispered please. Mm. Um, I don't know exactly where that comes from. Remember that, like you can just whisper to God, and He will hear you. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And then, how would you encourage those who might be suffering to have have grace for themselves to go through? You know, just throw some grace at their own feet, oh. allow themselves to go through the process because you have to go through yes. the grief. Oh, absolutely! And if you 
If you can, I encourage people to go to therapy. Oh, I'm glad you just said that because I was going to make sure that we touched on that. Yes, and I'm very blessed that my health insurance covers it. Mm -hmm. But I know there's other outlets like Talkspace and there's other things. And even if it's just your mom or a good friend that will be a good listener and ask you the right questions about how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. opening up to somebody is so important Mm -hmm. rather than burying it down. And one more thing that... I adopted during this time, um, I made a vision board and on it, I had, um, affirmations for when you wake up and affirmations for when you go to sleep. Mm. That helped me a lot. But the number one thing that resonated from that was a mantra to just say, I'm doing my best. And that helped me so much. If I was ever feeling overwhelmed or depressed or had anxiety and, I would just stop and say, no, I did my best. I did my best today at work. Tomorrow's a new day, and I can start over again. Whatever it was, even like, you know, dealing with my kids at nighttime, I'm doing my best. What I love is like you're a walking practical application booklet. Seriously. (laughs) But you know, we're big about that at Be Still Be Free because it's, you know, I I tell people it's okay for you to be in the pit. It's okay because right. you, there you have to, or to walk through the garden of Gethsemane, right? You're, you're going to have to walk through your desert, but you can't stay there. Um, you've got to, you've got to be willing right. to get out of it. And so what are those little things that you can do to help you get out of that pit? And sometimes it's high level and sometimes it's very deep. And so, you know, I love the idea of a vision board or I love the idea of a prayer journal or I love ideas of just one word sentences to tell yourself to uh, be able to encourage yourself. And on the flip side of that, you know, I know that you're very passionate about um, coaching, life coaching and that type of of industry. Um, And Monica and I were just talking about that um, earlier as we were just sharing some of our own things that we're going through in our own personal lives. Um, And how I actually have a life coach and, and I just call her when I need to, but she gives, she gives me a sounding board and she gives me great feedback. Um, she helps me to think about things. She encourages me. She prays over me and her prayers are powerful. Like I could just, I could just pay her to pray for me, right? Because they're so beautiful and there's so much power in prayer. Um, and so that's just incredibly important to know that there's so many different options for people to reach out to, um, to be able to do that. And, and don't be ashamed. You know, you may need, you may need in-depth therapy and grief counseling. Yes. Um, that is okay. God gifted right. people with the ability to counsel. So, you know, don't, there's no shame in that. And I think that as women, we've got to get rid of that, that kind of personification that we've got all of our stuff together and that, um, we don't need anybody else to help us and that, um, we can do it in and of ourselves because that's just not how we were created to be. We were created to need each other. Um, we were created to rely on one another. And I think everyday women struggle with this more than anything else because we feel like we have something to prove or we don't feel worthy enough. And so um, love how diverse your practical application within your own life is and what that looks like and how it can resonate with so many other people. One of the things that um, 
you had said in your bio that I read is you just have a real passion about empowering women. Um, and you know, that's kind of what our whole thing is here with be still be free is just, man, God created women just so uniquely. And he, you know, if you go back and you listen to um, the podcast that I did on Eve, he created as us as the, the Azer, the helper. And that it wasn't that we were a helpmate subservient to man. We were created as a helpmate to do what man was incapable of doing on and of himself. And when you think of, yeah, when you think about the fact that God created us because he knew man needed more than just what he could do. Um, there is nothing to hang your head low about in that. And when you have to go through suffering, you know, if you can look at it as the idea that it's making you stronger and drawing you closer to God. Um, and then when you have the, the mountaintops to celebrate those mountaintops, but, um, you know, elaborate just a little bit on your passion about empowering women and why that's important to you. Thank you. Well, through this whole journey, I discovered health and life coaching, again, on a random Google search one day when I was home from work. And I just, I guess, felt really compelled to start learning this. And at first, I thought my husband was going to be like, oh, you want to learn another thing? I'm like always trying to get into something. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> It was the total opposite. When I showed him the website that I wanted to learn health and life coaching from, he was like, wow, this looks really great, and you would be really good at this. And he was, like, so encouraging and supportive. So I decided I'm just going to do it, okay? And I'm working on becoming a certified health and life coach. Mm. And I just feel like God is saying really strongly to me, empower women, through my story, hopefully. I have a lot of story to tell. I have lived a lot in my life. And I just feel like I really need to use it to empower other women, to help them, like you said, find balance in their life, find happiness. Because I totally agree with you. I think we're really, you know, we put up a lot of facade to make people believe that we have everything together when we don't. Yep. We really need to be honest with each other. I don't have it together. I am an everyday woman. I will tell you, I am a hot mess most of the time. <laughs> doing, like I said, I'm doing my best. Yeah. So I would like to encourage women to do that too. Be more honest. And honestly, that's why I had to get off Facebook because I couldn't watch all these people. Yep. On Facebook being so fake. Well, it's interesting that that's a passion of yours. And Monica has no idea that I'm about to say this. But, um, you know, we at Be Still Be Free, man, we are just walking in, in God's graces and constantly um, trying to figure out what our next avenues are going to be. And we're very obedient to closed doors. We do not try to force doors open if we feel like God is saying no. And, you know, we're four and a half years of doing this and really only doing podcasts. And we've thought about growing it and, you know, trying to, to do different things with it. And we've had people ask us like, you know, why aren't you doing more or whatever? And really just be honest with you, because we've been obedient. There's no doubt in mine or Monica's minds that this is really exactly where Be Still Be Free is supposed to be. Um, and so we rest in that. There's peace. We, you know, every once in a while we wrestle with, are we not doing enough? Are we being lazy or whatever? But it always brings us back to, no, we are totally doing what God wants. 
But we feel like God is possibly opening up the idea. We're, we haven't completely established it, but we're thinking about opening up an arm of of being co- be coached and oh. and offering coaching to everyday women. Um, awesome. Because there's not a lot of coaching out there for everyday women. There's a lot of there's a lot of high level coaching, uh, but not everyday women coaching and, and coaching that people can afford um, and and feel like is attainable for them. And so I think it's really unique that you have that passion um, and just confirmation. I think that God's saying, "Hey, we need to really be available for each other, and we need to extend an arm to each other." And that's part of our faithfulness to one another, right? That's that's when when God's gifted you with something and you use it for the betterment of other people, that's us being faithful for, to others where people can count on us to be, to be there for them. And I think that's huge. I think it's part of our gentleness. You know, Jesus extended his gentleness to everyone around him. It's one of the most, um, repetitive, uh, descriptions of who Jesus was, was he was gentle. And, you know, when you have an opportunity to invest in other people, that's just an arm of gentleness. And so, um, super excited about what God is doing in your life. And the other thing that I would say that I love about this is you talk about about your Catholicism. One of the really neat things about Be Still Be Free is just the uh, denominational diversity. And for me, I get excited about that because that's just a, a little taste of what heaven's going to be like, is there's going to be a lot of denominational diversity. And so I love that you've welcomed us into your life. I love that we've been able to welcome you into our lives and I'm grateful for the time that you've taken to be with us today, just the transparency that you have. Um, if we are going to post your bio and um and maybe do we post their their email address or something usually usually we'll post um just any social media that you like to connect through if you want to and that's not even necessary so it's just you know some a lot of people have private accounts and so if you don't want to share that you don't have to but if you have a page of some sort that you'd like people to find you through we can do that too yeah if people want to reach out and connect i stole your name would you still? I stole your name because I, I started um, an Instagram for my coaching uh-huh. and it, it's called I Love Be Well. Oh, oh that's right. No oh my way. gosh, I totally didn't even put, I didn't even, yeah, yes. I, yes, have seen and that. Mark, yeah, because I like your things the first time. I'm like the first person. You are. <laughs> you get like notifications that we posted or something and you're like, yes, I'm on it. <laughs> I pop up first, I'm like, I love it. That's awesome. I love that name. I love that name. How perfect. Well, listen. I'm so new to coaching, but I just know that I want Be Well to be somewhere in the title. And like you were saying, like, it's all to empower women. It just drives me crazy when I see a beautiful, strong, intelligent woman putting herself down. That's right. I don't do that anymore. Because we are made in the image of Christ and, and to put yes. yourself down and to say that you wish that you were other things is to say that the creator made a mistake and he doesn't make mistakes. He created us exactly the way he wanted us to. We just live in our weaknesses and in our negativities more than we live in our strengths and our positivities. And we've just got to shift that mindset and, and lift one another up to live fully and abundantly in the fruits of the Holy Spirit created exactly as Christ designed us to be. So listen, sister, man, we appreciate you being with us today. Again, you you know, just taking your time and thank your husband for for filling in for you for a few minutes. But again, this is Kathleen DeMonico and we are just so 
so blessed that you have joined our Be Still Be Free group and um, you're just part of us and and, and just excited to see where paths go. And Kathleen, I want to say too, I just find it so admirable that you have walked through some valleys, but you have not camped out there. And while you still grieve and continue to grieve, um, you are allowing yourself to be filled with hope and a future and that you are um, giving yourself time and space to grieve as you need to, but you're not letting it keep you stuck at the bottom. And I just find, I just want you to know how admirable that is. Amen. Thank you so much. And I'm glad you brought that up. I just wanted to share one more thing that It's an important life lesson that I learned recently. Um, Actually, therapy. Uh, My therapist, and this was a few years ago, she said to me, you are the only person on this planet who can give your children a happy mother. Wow. Mm. And that always stuck with me. And so even though we were going through this real pit, I made sure I have to take care of myself so that yeah. my kids can have a happy mother. That is my priority. And that is my calling from God. That's awesome. Everything else. Well, and what a gift that they will grow up and they're at ages where they will remember, this is how I walk through adversity, but this is how I don't stay stuck there because mm-hmm. this is how my mom did it. Mm-hmm. And that is just an intangible gift that is priceless. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you. Again, from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. And um, we are coming to you next week with our last episode of the series where Sarah and I just kind of do a deep dive and converse about all of these fruits. And then we are off for the summer. Yeah. So um, we will be back with you guys soon. But um, thank you for listening. And we'll see you all next week. (laughs) Bye, everybody.